Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 80, The Dirty Dozen and Chlorine. Hi, everyone. I am Shelley Rael, registered dietitian nutritionist, founder, and the host of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. So today's episode, as I said, I'm addressing the dirty dozen and what does chlorine have to do with it? Well, it may not be what you think it is. So you have probably heard of the dirty dozen. And of course, you know the chemical found in bleach. That's chlorine. So chlorine has a distinct smell. And you know that we should not get it on our skin since it can burn our skin. We don't want to breathe in chlorine bleach because it's going to cause some respiratory issues. We know its use for cleaning and disinfecting things. It's excellent for killing things that are toxic and potentially harmful to our health. We know that chlorine is hazardous to our health in certain forms. We should never bathe in it. We should never drink it. And no rational person would deliberately ingest it or inject it. So that's pretty widely known, right? Yet, we would swim in it. Most of us would insist on it. You see, that chlorine that we use in our home that's in bleach, and you may not use it. I understand some people don't like to have chlorine bleach in their house, but that bleach that chlorine that is used in bleach is the same substance that is used in chlorine pools. Of course it is. We won't drink or bathe in it, yet we'll get into a pool nearly naked and expose our entire body and our hair and our nasal passages and our mouths to it. Some of us are even opening our eyes in this substance we're in a pool. So why am I talking about chlorine? bleach, and the swimming pool? Well, this comparison is a good example of the dose making the poison. Now, I have no idea how many gallons there are in a pool. I probably could look it up, do calculations, depending on the different types of pools. But let's face it, it's a lot of water. There's a lot of gallons of water in that pool. Whether that's a backyard pool or an Olympic-sized pool, or the pool at your city park. That's a lot of water with chlorine in it. And that chlorine is a poison. But no way would I get in a pool without chlorine in it. It has something, it, it's like the pool is a big old cesspool of germs and people are bringing those in and who knows what else. Well, I'm sure a lot of people know what else, but nobody talks about it. That chlorine in the pool helps kill off all those nasty substances that are being brought into the pool. Okay, so let's move away from what's thinking about what is or not is not in the pool, because I get a little bit disturbed thinking about it too much, and never mind what's in the ocean. So let's put that on the back burner for now. Now, Dirty Dozen. You have surely heard of the Environmental Working Group's annual Dirty Dozen, and they also have their Clean 15 list. And I really don't know off the top of my head what foods are on that list this year. I used to pay attention to it, 
I used to recommend that people follow these lists in their consideration of their food choices. And not anymore, and I haven't done this for years. And if you're not sure what the Dirty Dozen is in the Clean 15, the Dirty Dozen is Environmental Working Groups, or EWG. It's their list of the most contaminated or, quote, dirtiest fruits and vegetables out there as it relates to pesticides. And then the Clean 15 are the 15, quote, cleanest fruits and vegetables for us to get. So let me talk about this a little bit more. And I've mentioned this in the past. I don't care about the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. I never go out of my way to buy organically grown foods. On the other hand, I don't go out of my way to avoid them either. So for example, I have my favorite frozen cherries that I get from Costco, and they are organic. But I'm buying them because I want those cherries and not for the organic aspect. I like those dark, sweet cherries in the frozen food section, and I'd buy them whether they were conventionally grown or organic. And for a while, I was buying organically grown coffee at Costco. That was because I liked it, and it was actually a couple dollars cheaper than the other coffees. So going back to this Environmental Working Group's Dirty Dozen, as I said, that's a list of the fruits and vegetables that they consider the, quote, dirtiest, or the fruits and vegetables have that have the highest pesticide residue. And by supposedly choosing organic versions of these foods, the Environmental Working Group claims that you will reduce your risk, or re- sorry, reduce your exposure to toxic pesticides. But here's the deal. Those results are accurate, but they are skewed. So while those 12 foods on that dirty dozen list does have more pesticide residue than other fruits and vegetables, it is still just a minor blip on the radar, a speck of dust on the radar screen. So, for example, let me give you this example. The food that is at the top of this year's list, because I looked it up, is strawberries. Strawberries reportedly have the highest amount of pesticide residue over any other fruit or vegetable, according to their list this year. And you know what? I'm still not going to go out of my way to choose organic strawberries first. Why? Well, because... I could consume, as an adult woman, I could consume 453 servings of strawberries in one day without any effect, even if those strawberries have the highest pesticide residue ever recorded for strawberries by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So let me clarify. That is 453 servings of strawberries. That's not 453 strawberries because there's about seven strawberries in one serving. Of course, that'll vary based on the size of those strawberries, but that would be about 3,171, mess that one up, 3,171 strawberries in one day. I don't have time for that. 
In second place this year, spinach. That's the second on the list of the Environmental Working Group's Dirty Dozen. A woman, an adult woman, could consume 774 servings of spinach in one day without any effect, even if that spinach has the highest pesticide residue recorded for spinach by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Now, with one cup of fresh spinach being one serving, that would be about eight tons of to get one cup of cooked spinach, more or less. I mean, of course, that's not accurate, but if you've ever cooked fresh spinach to um, cooked it, you see what happens. It disappears to practically nothing. So 774 cups of spinach in one day. And I say, I don't even think Popeye would eat that much spinach in one day. And as a man, he could consume 1,084 servings in one day without any risk or issue related to pesticides. So here's the deal. Health experts agree that the existence of a pesticide residue does not cause harm or contribute to toxicity. So let's go back to that chlorine. Well, we don't want people to drink chlorine, obviously. It is in most swimming pools. Someone would likely have to drink the entire swimming pool in one day to reach toxic levels. So the point is this, in the amount that most humans would reasonably and rationally consume of these dirty dozen fruits and vegetables, it is not likely going to be an issue for any person. So here's the deal. Eat your fruits. Eat your vegetables. Wash them with water, no bleach, before you eat them. And don't skip them because a group has suggested there's a potential harm there. They are entirely safe in the amount that most rational people will consume. And what has happened with this dirty dozen, the Environmental Working Group's dirty dozen over the years, is that people have become fearful of not making the so-called right choice of buying their foods, their fruits and vegetables organically, not buying the organic versions. So they will choose not to buy fruits and vegetables or not to consume fruits and vegetables instead. And that may sound ridiculous to some people, but that is what is happening. People are so fearful of pesticide residue, and then they can't remember what fruits and vegetables are on that so-called list of dirty dozen. Well, it is a list, but the list of the so-called dirty dozen that they'll completely avoid many fruits and vegetables all together. Eat your fruits, eat your vegetables, and don't skip them out of an overhyped and skewed data point that is not helpful. You can also learn more about how much you can consume each day before you start getting to the even remotest possibility of harmful levels of pesticides, and that would be under safe fruitsandveggies.com. I have a link to that in the show notes. So that is real world nutrition. You take care, eat your fruits and vegetables as always. Bye for now.